What is going on, everybody? This is episode 96 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host today. Introduce yourself, please. It's Mary. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? Fan-freaking-tastic. I almost hit the wrong button already. I screwed up the intro yesterday. <laughs> uh, so we were Brett, off to like, get it together. I'm working, I'm working on it. And yesterday's show actually went really, really well. So I, I recovered quickly. For like Maybe get the mistakes out of the way early. And that's the best way to do this. Maybe I should start doing that on purpose. I'll screw up the intro every day. It'll just be our thing. Well, I'll say blah, 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 blah. No? If, if you do it on purpose, it doesn't count, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm not that screwing up. If that's not up. a mistake, then you're just acting dumb on, on purpose. So one day I'll do it properly and be like, dang it, I screwed that up. Yeah, it, it won't give the same satisfaction. These things have to be sort of spontaneous. And that bit of wisdom was shared by our guest today. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimmel. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? The the I'm good. Your Great. color doesn't uh, pop as much as I thought it did. Uh, it, it still looks it still looks good, but I, I always joke that she wears a lot of blue, so she kind of blends She's into the back. She's mixing it up. Yes. Brett has a really difficult time as my lighting and fashion consultant. <laughs> he like regularly tells me like you just look so purple, and I think it's because I am very pale and have sort of cool toned skin. Anyways, we're gonna double up the gel uh -huh. on that light. I don't, uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I'm a ghost. It's it's what it is. We've got uh, well, she's she's pale too. She's yeah, pale. my hair doesn't help either. Yeah, yeah. But you, he doesn't accuse you of being purple. But you're lit by a green light, so maybe the fact that I don't know. That's probably. I it. like yeah. myself the way I am, Brett. That's fine. We we should Stop all hating. We should all love ourselves as we are. That's what they well, tell me. That's what I've been told. No, am I wrong? No, we're never good enough. Okay, fair enough. Everything all downhill degree, from right? here. <laughs> All right, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about Harry Lennox. Uh, he's from Man of Steel. He was from a very underrated show called Dollhouse. He's also in The Blacklist. He has some stuff to say about the topic that will simply never die, and that is uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. I brought this one up because his take on it is a little bit more... Um, more, like a lot of people were talking about like punishment and whether he should be punished or not. He's talking more about the morality of it, which I thought was very interesting. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Britney Spears um, doing her first major act as a free uh, as a free person post conservatorship, uh, which was to to get pregnant. Uh, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about Millie Bobby Brown in, in an article that she uh, well, it's not penned by her, but it's an article discussing what they believe is the uh, the sexualization of people uh, at an inappropriate age and her discussion about that and mary had some she shared some articles with me that i didn't know about uh in relation to this that yes, are very this interesting conversation is ongoing yes it is definitely an ongoing one the the stuff about drake was the weirdest but mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get into it so we got that <laughs> we got podluck we got a bunch of stuff so if you guys are ready i'm ready to go are we ready let's do it yeah all right topic number one I should have said topic number one. Uh, Man <laughs> of Steel, it's, it's uh, subject number one. Who knows? Uh, this article is about Man of Steel actor Harry Lennox demands Will Smith return his Oscar, claims Smith's 10-year ban lays bare the shallowness of Hollywood morals. Um, before we even get into it, do you agree with uh, the at least the general sentiment of what he's saying? I saw this really great TikTok. I think it was a TikTok. I'm 100 years old, so I can't tell you. <laughs> One of those newfangled TikTok I don't know. contraptions. It was a thing. I don't know. Some short video, some guy being like, they banned Will Smith from the Oscars for 10 years as a punishment, but he can still go to the after parties. He can still hang out with people. He can still be nominated for awards. Like, he just literally doesn't have to go to the four hour long ceremony. The Who dinner? wants to go to that anyway, like, yeah. he was right? Like, I don't know that you punish him. I don't, this yeah. doesn't seem like the worst deal. Yeah. It's, um, it's like the joke whenever someone's like an introvert, when someone's like, oh, we're canceling their plans and the introvert's like, oh no, uh, I was so worst. excited to come out to see you today. The thing about banning awards like this is like, 
was he won like best actor yes right? he won best actor okay for king, richard. for king richard yep you could make him give back the award but like does the second place guy really then feel like he won yeah. like his performance in that movie actually has nothing to do with his personal reputation outside the film the second place guy's like i'm a pretty good actor and i'm also not liable to slap you at any given moment yeah. and that is my claim to fame it would be like if you banned the best team from the nfl because they had a bunch of domestic violence allegations like those are not good and are bad but and that would be most of the teams they're so common i yes, don't think that would be sustainable yeah, yeah. <laughs> also like then what we just let the worst team win because they're the only ones left standing yep um the age of morality the age where uh you have to signal your virtue at all times well it just it doesn't you could do that but like it doesn't make he's already been given the oscar so yep. it doesn't make the other person the winner of that category and i wouldn't want to win that award i wouldn't want to be second place uh i mean this happens in um there was a an olympic gymnast or somebody this year that won something that got caught or maybe that was it was a figure skater from russia yes although technically they were representing the russian Feder olympic federation yes. they weren't technically representing russia because they have a bunch of sanctions um and she's a 14 year old figure skater who got caught in a different tournament pre-olympics uh doping and so she should have been she's taking a heart medication that enhances um performance yeah. and she should have not been able to participate in the olympics and it's unclear why the organization that governs this which governs it for the olympics and every other aspect of the sport it's not like it's separate do anti-doping agencies why they were never notified her that she couldn't go to the Olympics. And that's not a that's not a one to one comparison. That's literally about performance and not about morals. I mean, morals are well, part of it. Be but... like... What stood out to me from this is what Hollywood morals are there. Yes, uh, I don't think there are any. The, well, They're I'm completely we... amoral. We'll we'll talk because that's going to be a whole feature today. Like I almost thought there was too much about that because that's going to come up in the Millie Bobby Brown topic and the repetitive nature uh, or the reciprocal nature of like how this uh, the media feeds into like wanting to virtue signal then objectifies then virtue signals about people being objectified it's about making you feel like you're the bad guy yes when it, you've just been passively observing the whole time like no you're the creep so it says well oh, sorry, go ahead. okay oh let's get a uh, man of steel actor harry lennox who played general swanwick uh swanwick in the in the film and went on to portray martian manhunter in Zack snyder's justice league recently penned an op-ed where he demanded will smith return his oscar for best actor and claims that the act the academy's decision to ban smith for 10 years lays ban lays bare the shallowness of hollywood morals uh, after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscar, okay, we'll just go down to where he talks about it. He says, the letter concluded writing, this action we are taking today in response to Will Smith's behavior is a step toward a larger goal of protecting the safety of our performers and guests and restoring trust in the Academy. We also hope that this can begin a time of healing and restoration for all involved and impacted. I still think that part of it, that's from the Academy, not, mm -hmm. from, not from him. Uh, I, I still think of that as like, it's still a dude who slapped another dude go to any bar on a Friday night and this stuff happened. Maybe <laughs> Do they like, think that Will is just going to go slap somebody else yeah. for an arbitrary no, reason. No, but the thing is, like, if you slap someone at a bar, you, even though it's, like... You could get arrested. You get arrested, you get ejected from the bar, like Will Sli Smith slapped this guy, and then just got to return to his seat and hang out. I never... Right? Okay, you're right. But uh, nobody knew what to do. Yes. Yeah, but it seems obvious. Because it's the pomp and ceremony of it right, all right, that right. prevented but them I from reacting. By, like, 
if you did this in any other public place, they'd be like, you have to leave. Yep. This is the only time that they were like, we're giving well, him an award later. Celebrities are kind of, even there. when they're in public, they're allowed to do whatever they want and make whatever scenes right. they want. Rule well, and like this guy, weeks later, I mean, how many weeks ago was it? This was at least two weeks two ago weeks at this ago point. Now. now he's like, I have an op-ed. I need yeah. to comment on this thing that's now two weeks old. Like after mm -hmm. everyone has already weighed in. I mean, I guess the ban is new, but at the same time, like the ban feels only reactionary because so many people were outraged that they didn't intercede in the moment. I still believe that the outrage feels manufactured to me. Like I maybe that's just me. Like it to me, I just think of it as like a dude acting like an idiot to another dude uh, in a situation where it should have never been allowed to get that way. And the hyperbole of everyone talking about it as if he like uh, tackled this dude and beat him to a bloody pulp. I'm not condoning violence in any way. Sure. I'm saying that the just the sheer number of of op-eds articles and pieces written about this is insane again and one of my favorite tweets was uh i would not have if will smith did not slap chris rock i would not have known there was an oscars this yeah, year. Nobody would and know. i apparently regularly appear on a pop culture podcast <laughs> like i think the Oscars are so irrelevant for so many reasons. I don't think they're representational of most of America's perspective on no, Hollywood. Not. I don't think they are the moral high ground, like them failing to do something or doing something or allowing something or not allowing something like is so irrelevant to me because I don't believe in the institution. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, us being outraged that they did or did not take enough action, like I just don't really understand the point of still talking about this. I liked it because uh, it's partially because I like the performer and I enjoy when anybody in Hollywood that's at least connected to the industry calls out the amoral nature of it. Even from within the industry, I would like to see that become more commonplace and see them not get punished. Like somebody like him, I don't think he's going to get punished for writing something like this. And this uh, opens up more discussion with people who take this narrative of uh, Hollywood being this great place, which we all know it's not. Uh, and having more of the people from inside that industry speak out uh, is something that I don't think is a bad thing. So it says within the op-ed, Lennox didn't beat around the bush in the first paragraph he declared, the Motion Picture Academy's decision to ban Will Smith from the Oscar ceremonies and events for 10 years as, dis is, as discipline for slapping Chris Rock is little more than an extended timeout for a playground bully. It's a toothless penalty that lays bare the shallownesses of Hollywood morals. Later, he also criticized the Oscars performance as a whole, describing it as profane. Uh, I love the, the imagery uh, that uh, is conjured from that. He wrote, given the coarseness of pop culture in the age of social media, it was no surprise that much of this year's, this year's Oscar proceeding was, was frequently profane. I would like to know what else he was talking about uh, other than just that. Uh, you know, besides that incident, because the rest of it just felt like... Well, no one paid attention no, to yeah. any other aspect just of the night. Just cookie cutter, so. yeah. <laughs> While Lennox would criticize the Academy for their punishment, he spent the majority of the op-ed targeting Smith, noting that the actor, quote, needs to express ma needs to express mail his golden trophy back to the Academy, uh, back to the Academy and publicly state uh, oh. something to the effect of, quote, out of respect for the 94 years of honor conferred upon the uh, honor. this award, <laughs> I do not, I cannot, I do not in good conscience feel worthy of being its custodian. I wonder what he's doing with it, though. Where do you think he put it in his house? He's got like a like a doll that's pretending to slap the Oscar. That would be cool. I mean, first off, ninety four years of honor. Like I, think I would buy maybe the first twenty. Maybe that was when it was like <laughs> a big deal. But like 
This ceremony has not been about honor in such a long time. From within his industry, he may see it that way. Uh, being an actor for 30, 20, 30 years, you probably see it in that context. Didn't I pitch a long time ago that Ricky Gervais start his own he award should. ceremony? He should absolutely do that. Like, I just think this is not represent. Like, I, I, what is this guy doing? I'm sure he's a great performer, but like, I'm curious about the motivation of deciding that you need to publicly weigh in in an op-ed. He is. Uh, I think he's ta he's like, looking at. Is he it from about a... to announce a new movie? No, not that I saw. Uh, but it says uh, in reference to the remark about God, he's talking about the the bit about the devil and God, where uh, Chris Rock, or I'm sorry, where Denzel Washington made his speech to Will, talking about you know at your highest moment, that's when the devil comes to you. Uh, and he talks about Will Smith mentioning, "I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do in this world." He took issue with that. I'm guessing that Harry Lennox is quite religious. That might be what he took the biggest issue with because that's what he calls out here. He says, in reference to the mark about God, Lennox wrote, in couching his acceptance speech as somehow submitting to the will of God, Smith abdicated personal accountability. I am all for, I actually agree with that, 100%. Uh, he, would later, uh, he would later add, it's an insult to the honor of God to assign him any part of the tawdry episode. To argue uh, that some deterministic force was at play in, is to deny the sad fact that the affair was purely human. What say you? Agree? Yes? No? Hmm. I guess he's downplaying the role of free will yeah. in saying that because that's just shrugging off his accountability what he chose to do on his own yeah not, not put he's putting but what it on he did honestly it wasn't that bad it was bad but it's like maybe to them it to was them just an the... expression of anger at himself it's yep. not that appalling actually the statement about god or slapping chris rock slapping chris rock not that nobody's like advocating like, for violence or just saying that they're they're talking about it like he like i've seen i've seen more balanced conversations about like way crazier stuff no i think what people get startled by is the fact that it's a like it was a live stream display of yeah. violence like i think the american feed cut but i don't think any of the other ones did yeah and is it because that's allowed on in other countries or no, Maybe they, they just didn't catch it. I'm not really sure. I haven't looked into it that much, but I do know that, like, generally, you know, you're not allowed. Like, even like, if you watch a show about police officers that have body camera footage or whatever, like, they blur and distort a certain amount. Like, you're not. And I think that is like upsetting to like American psyche on some level. Mm. I don't think it's that severe of a like. Again, it used to be different. We see violence all the time. I think it's just the disturbance of the. The pomp and ceremony of the night. That can, we see so... violence all the time, but like we have a weird relationship with violence where, like, when it's mass produced from a studio, it's like okay. But when you're yeah. depicting real things, it's like you can't show anything too graphic. Not that the slap is a particularly graphic thing. I think it just upsets like the norm of what's allowed on television. But I also think that like this whole debate over will smith is just so drawn out like, yes I'm i was bored so in the first 10 minutes yeah. i was bored seeing the people talk first about it. day and it's also like oh like i again this guy might have a really interesting perspective and be worth listening to but like when everyone from oprah to oj simpson has weighed in on this like i just have sort of lost interest mm -hmm. Uh, well, luckily it's my show, so I get to decide what we talk about. <laughs> uh, I, I I enjoyed that there was. Uh, I guess maybe it's more to me that he felt it felt like uh, penning the op-ed seems like it might be better thought out than somebody who just gives their hot take on Twitter uh, and some or someone who shares it in the middle of a TV show. I but, just feel like this guy, like why? Why do you need to weigh in on this? 
Well, he, he's also calling for him to do so. Like, I mean, most other people are just saying like whether they think it was good or bad or not, and he's saying that he should give the award back. Uh, it's almost like he's trying to defend the honor of the Academy as if that's still a thing. Uh, he says, to be sure, a grave moral failure occurred, but the psychology and philosophy that underpins the ongoing spectacle can be, vi- can be ably explained as an act of free will. And so he's really focused on the free will aspect of it, as opposed to saying that uh, it was an act of, uh, what would you say that he was saying? Like, not an act of God. Determinism, but- fatalism. Yeah. And I appreciate the, at least couching, like putting it in different terms than just making it about, was it the right thing to do? Was it the wrong thing to do? Should somebody have stopped him? He's at least looking at it as like, look, you're accepting responsibility without accepting responsibility. And I take issue with that, especially since you're allowed to go back up on stage and tell people that uh, in lieu of winning an award, which is a problem. Said aside from Smith's discussion of God and the supernatural in his acceptance speech, Lennox also specifically took issue with Smith Smith slapping Chris Rock, describing it as as an act of an existential crisis for for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. So I would boil this like, down to... who is being affected by this? I, I would boil it down to two things. He's focused on the free will aspect of it and that he feels that maybe as somebody who's been a performer for years and does see value in the Academy, whether we do or not, he feels that he takes it as an affront to that. Uh, and I find that interesting because I'm such an outsider from that perspective. I would look at the Academy as something that is not worth defending, but he's looking at it that way because it's an institution he believes in. Maybe. Did he yeah. explain why? Uh, he had I think the- when you've been an actor that long, you have to believe in it because where else are you going to get your awards from? Probably. He added, the incident was such a jolt to societal norms that it get. I think this goes back to what you said about movies and the difference between the real world and other words. The incident was such a jolt to societal norms that it, get, that it will gnaw away at our, na- at our national consciousness until somehow properly atoned for. Now I think he's getting into excessively hyperbolic territory. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I love it. It's kind of like when politicians are like, something is happening in D.C. and that's very important to the country. And you're yes. like, well... Sort of, but not really. Is it it's really? It's like, this is happening in Hollywood, so we all must talk about it because Hollywood, as we know, is the center of the universe. Yep. But about that, it's just the people who live there and are affected by it. Yes. Like, they, every, they, everyone else has moved on. They are the one. Well, I, actually, I disagree that every, I still see people talking about this online. People are only yeah. talking about it because we're so bored. Yes. Literally uh, nothing else is happening. It's, it's a rough life to be here in, in the in the greatest, freest country on earth where we're allowed to just see, worry are, about stuff like, like this. Actually, there's tons of stuff happening. It's just like on such a micro level and people like to look at stuff that's like large and on a national level. Mm -hmm. Like anyone, any Twitter user in any state probably has something that they could pay attention to in their local election cycle, Mm -hmm. but they're not because it's more fun to talk about Hollywood, which I understand. It's just like bread and circuses. (sighs) The only thing this had me curious about is the actual object of the award. I want to know where he put it. Uh, is it being displayed? Maybe he just he put it in like a coat closet somewhere. Yeah. Like, what is he doing with it? And if he gave it back, what would they do with it? Would they just recycle it they to would give like it to somebody take else? Take off the little placard and put a new one on next year. Is it permanently cursed with bad juju? Does the second person, does the person set, does the person who got second win it? I don't even know if they pick like a second maybe place. Maybe he should sell it at an auction and the funds that he raises should go towards a charity that helps people who have been publicly assaulted on television. <laughs> That's, That's a, such a good idea. Yes, thank you. P- Will Smith, hire me as your PR agent. 
There we go. And it's a great PR move on his part if you yeah. want to do that. If you want to take the cynical approach, it's a, it's a fantastic PR move for him as he will eventually try to, to rebuild uh, his career. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. On to happier. Well, I guess to me, this is a happier topic, and that is Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. uh, leaves fans confused with Instagram posts about having a baby. Okay, that's not the greatest uh, pitch, but she's <laughs> having a kid, right? We're all uh, confused. Uh, I'm, it I, was not the most narrative uh announcement i will say uh we what, what did you say earlier she 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 instagrams <laughs> like uh she instagram captioned things like both a 12 year old who's super excited She's and loves so emojis stunted. and also a 45 year old mom who like doesn't know the protocol of statuses yeah. my husband said no your food pregnant silly it's always <laughs> so like, i got a what pregnancy is food? test what the hell is and food uh, uh, the baby well, she, like she's eaten too much Oh. It's like full of ellipses and pregnant. emojis and like way too much information. Like she could have just said like, it's, turns out I'm pregnant. It's like a 10 year old's diary or something. Yes. Uh, I love it. This is uh, like my dad's. It's still... worrying. My... I went to her Instagram when I saw this headline and was like, which one is she, like which post? And it's like, like, I just looking at the photos and then it turned out to be this one of like a cup of tea with flowers next to it what okay like why is that your pregnancy announcement picture i don't understand Brittany. it's just like the first one she found in her camera roll she just liked it yeah but also like maybe that's cool to have a celebrity who's like so not bound by the constrictions of having a polished social media performance you like, want the you, you want to know what britney's about to post yeah, you you want the unpredictability of it uh i still i i whenever i'm trying to decide what we're going to talk about i have this weird like Anytime I see like a, an announcement like this, I never cover, I, I instantly skip it. But for some reason, this felt very relevant to me. I have no clue why. Maybe because it's so soon after the conservatorship, which was legitimate news. Um, but it just felt like, didn't that just end like a month ago? Like a couple months it's ago? It's important to talk about it because she's very clearly not ready uh, to I, be raising a child. I would have maybe waited a year and gotten my life back on track if it, if it was me, but uh, I don't know. Like, also, we only see so much of their lives. I can't know yeah, for sure. Yeah, and also, how do you measure on track? Like, she's yeah. intensely financially successful, yeah. so she has okay, the money. Okay, it's not financial, though. It's mental. Like, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but, like, what I'm saying is the money allows her a lot of autonomy that someone who was suffering in the way that she probably is in terms of psychological development um it allows a lot of it to be covered up right yeah so it says my husband said no you're okay so we'll just start again to, not yeah. that it's the correct way to handle it yes. but it's there's just a the lot of security of the in the money but she's still like mentally stunted from trauma and, and lack of family to like help with with yeah. the kid yeah. and when then it comes the around. father of this baby is only 28 years old and has not had kids before and she has so mm -hmm. there's well, already an imbalance there maybe, maybe it's a match made in heaven who knows uh britney spears <laughs> has fans wondering if her third child is on the way or if she just ate a good meal that's my favorite part there uh <laughs> on monday the 40 year old pop princess posted a photo of a pink tea set and matching flowers to her instagram uh what is uh, so what does that supposedly mean like that's maybe nothing. it's a, actually a symbol because all of her fans think that she's doing secret messages through her instagram posts maybe she's like a cia asset do they still think she's doing that i knew that was like a, when she was in the conservative if you're that was the belief if you're if you're being Maybe held against your will like if you're being held against your will wear black on friday or something like yeah, that. yeah there was like, like yeah wear yellow where are black... all these cryptic captions yeah. she was using i don't know Maybe she's like a C maybe she's like a cryptographer for the CIA and this is all just like a, a big psyop. <laughs> uh, I lost so much weight going on my trip to Maui only to gain it back again. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? 
My husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. And then there's that. She keeps calling him her husband, but they're, like they're not they're married, not, yeah. right? They're only engaged. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's that's concerning in a way. I mean, maybe. Uh, I thought it was super You don't weird. just accidentally call someone your husband. Could they, she husband, like, right? I, I, like, I got this. I like stalked her Instagram a little bit. She calls him her husband like in different posts. It's not just in this one. Is it possible they got married in secret or would that be public? But record? everyone would be talking about that. But I'm saying so, maybe they didn't announce it. But this but would be like a soft announcement of that. Yeah. Also, no like even... someone probably somewhere would be looking for the marriage certificate. Yes. Yeah. That, then said... it'd be a question of like, how is he involved in and her? People would be asking. Prenup and yeah. like things like yeah, yeah. He's got money coming to him if things don't work out. That's a problem. Well, I think <laughs> that there were a lot of people who were like, it's so exciting. He stands by her, but it's also like, you know, but she why can provide him a very serious, comfortable lifestyle just yep. by like being her permanent arm candy. So the when, who's engaged to, to Sam Asgari left fans in a tizzy with the post wording with the posts wording as many wondered if it served as a pregnancy announcement. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> in a weird that's like a professionally taken photo. It's not her photo either. She gave the person credit. It's yeah. like some well, it's Etsy thing, photographer. But it's just weird. It's, it's just weirder that it's not her picture. Like, it's not a picture of them. It's not like her with a pregnancy test. Like it's not a picture of herself. Like. It's just this tea set with carnations. Like, this is I just, what I'm saying. She's very detached from reality and like how things seem to others when she says something or posts something. She doesn't understand like how it appears to others. I like the idea that she, it's more just that she's a boomer that she wrote like a text layer and it just got stuck underneath the photo element <laughs> and like story. Like, and she just posted well, it anyway. She like, this is like early when Facebook was like at its peak and moms would get on Facebook and post like a paragraph long caption. Can I get an plus amen? Plus the emojis of a small child, like of a, a middle schooler. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's I its understand to some point that you could be boomer posting. But like she's been using this this app for so long. No, yeah. this is just the way she is. Like, this is just her I chosen social media style. Yep, that, that's, I that's hope her so. thing. Uh, this is also a big announce, uh, a big thing because there was the uh, claims that her father made her take birth control mm -hmm. when she was uh, under conservatorship. Mm -hmm. uh, I had that pulled up. It says Jamie Spears uh, denies Britney's uh, birth control claims. I don't know if that was ever proven. Uh, I'm assuming that that's still being... I'm sure some of it is in court documents because that, that was something she stated in court. Yes. She was like not allowed to have children, more children, even though she has wanted to and that she was required to be like to have an IUD. Yeah, it says right here on her testimony, it says, it says I was told right now in the conservatorship I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have an, uh, an IUD inside myself right now so i don't get pregnant i wanted to take uh, to take the iud out so i could start trying to have another baby but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they don't want me to have children any more children so there's so much talk about reproductive rights but like this is literally a reproductive rights issue yep she's being completely prevented from it's doing forcible something forcible sterilization which is very very concerning so well, while they profited off her and made her work mm -hmm. like several residencies i mean it is you know, her situation is pretty terrible. I am very surprised that... I guess I'm not surprised. She's been pretty open that she has always wanted to have more kids. Yes. But I am, you know, not that it will affect my life, but it is worrying that, you know, she doesn't seem to have been completely made stable. I know culture doesn't believe in the importance of marriage, but I personally yep. think that, like, it's better to have... A married couple especially given her legal situation like it she has so much money like 
having a stable partnership with a prenup or whatever she needs in place to have a strong foundation around her like in this situation if they split but never got married would she be still responsible for child support he can still sue her for child support him because okay. like yeah child support is about maintaining the child's lifestyle and like maintaining yeah. equal provisions to the child when they're in both parents custody um and that's very common among parents who you know i have I just like was shocked the other day because like I know it, but uh, I was listening to a podcast that said 50% of all children born in America are born out outside of wedlock, mm -hmm. which is fascinating to me. It's not that I don't know it. It's just- And it's on the rise it's, too. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but she mentions in her status that she's experienced perinatal depression. Like her emotions are volatile. How does that volatile. work? Does that mean before? Yeah. Okay. So- It means while you're pregnant. Because like- um, so different, the opposite of postpartum. Postpartum depression is where after you have birth, you give birth. I mean, again, a lot of this is like influenced by your hormones and like it doesn't make it less real or serious, mm -hmm. but your body uh, experiences different levels of estrogen and testosterone yeah, when you uh, have a baby. And so for some women, they will have perinatal depression. They'll get really depressed during the first couple, the first or second trimester. Um, and it's obviously can have very serious risks. I mean, children born to women who experience depression have different health markers. Um, it's just- Stress affects the baby. Yeah. And yep. it's just surprising. I mean, I don't know. It's just a situation where it's like, I wish- I'm like, what even is her emotional baseline? I don't know if she Well, and I just wish yet. she had more- Like, maybe this guy more is family. a perfect partner for her. Maybe he is really supportive Hopefully, and it's yeah. good. They're not new. But why couldn't they just get married and have like- less chaos well technically we she's saying they are married the, the, maybe the I, I guess we're arguing purely timeline right now right like uh, I don't think that e even if she was in her best mental state that her Instagram captions are going to be any less frenetic I think that's just her <laughs> look so, I think that's just her style and that's yeah, fine it's fine but I'm saying like we're arguing timeline now like she just got out of the conservatorship maybe a couple months ago so we're basically Monday morning quarterback like should she have waited for like well, a year she just and she references this trip to Maui and I think that was like last month I mean, she yeah. is very early in her pregnancy. And, you know, typically they say you should wait until you're at your first trimester past 12 weeks because of the risk of miscarrying is so high. Yeah. She's an older, I mean, she's not her first baby, but she's in her 40s. So the risk of miscarriage is, from what I understand, higher anyways. Um, I, it, it would be really, I don't think that women, if, if you're pregnant and you want to tell someone, you know, that's your call. Maybe yeah. you feel like if you are to miscarry, you want your friends to know so they can support you. In this case, like, I am scared for her if she goes through a public Oh, that loss. she would announce so early. Yeah, it does show maybe a lack of discernment. It's just a part. surprise. Like, it feels impulsive to be like, yeah. turns out I'm pregnant. Like, yeah. but again, like, some people, there's a philosophy among yeah. some people that, like, it's a celebration of, like, being able to conceive. And, like, you know, if they aren't there yeah. to care of the baby, that is a trying time. They need the support. I just, it just all feels so chaotic to me that, like, it's... I think it's the, like yay the virtue I think you of, wanted it, but also I think man. just by virtue of this of this of the situation she's getting out of is going to make people second guess her. I think even if this happened a year from now, people would still be second guessing her. Maybe at less of a maybe. Well, it's, yeah, it's not to make a value judgment on any of yeah. it because we obviously don't know her in her life, but that doesn't mean there aren't things that are just on the surface level super concerning I just, like she's still on instagram like spinning around with like almost no clothes on and blackening her eyes like that's not i'm sorry that's just not normal behavior yeah yeah, yeah. no not for not for it's like concerning well it just also feels like 
so like they announced they were engaged right at the end of her conservatorship maybe she they couldn't announce it beforehand even yeah. i think they've been together for a couple years mm-hmm. this photo is from 2019 says they were together at that time so i think they were together even before well, then. well before that yeah. i think they've so. been together for several years i mean so the it's, dude, it's just like this isn't fly by night from this dude sure, it's not like yeah. he's just showing up which and is like maybe they knew they were going to do this maybe this is intentional because she couldn't get off birth control, like couldn't get married. You yeah. know what I mean? Like maybe uh-huh. there has been a lot of obstacles in the way. Maybe this is a very desired plan. Maybe this, decision. yeah, well, they, that they were working towards. It's just one of those things where, again, I can only see it through my personal lens. And like, I think it would have been better to be stably married, yeah. to have worked out whatever legal agreement you guys have between you because she is so vulnerable and has been taken advantage of before in that then, position. Then is this fear of age that she's just, she wants to do it now because she's worried that if it's going to take two years to settle things no, with her. that's not fear. That's logic. Like, but she that's, will sure, run Okay, but that's, what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Is this, is she doing it now and it comes across as frenetic because she just doesn't feel that she has enough time to Maybe. wait? Maybe. Who knows? Um, it's very hard to say. He does say, this is uh, from Sam Asghari, he says, uh, marriage and kids are a natural part of a strong relationship filled with love and respect. He wrote on his verified Instagram account, fatherhood is something I've always looked forward to and I don't take lightly. Uh, he wrote the caption of a drawing uh, showing a family of lions. It is the most important job I will ever do. So he's saying all the right things, uh, to, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll see where this goes. I do think that... Um, it's worth at least asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not passing judgment on her. If she, if, if they raise a, a beautiful, healthy child, then that's awesome. But uh, it is definitely something that people are going to have uh, at least uh, uh, a, con- uh, a certain interest in, given how recently she got out of her conservatorship and how poorly she was treated in that. Yeah. That there has to be lasting uh, emotional trauma that comes well, from something it, so hor- horrific to happen to you. But it has to be said, like, she has clearly been wanting to have more children. That's yes. never been a secret. So it's not actually surprised that she would get pregnant it's just there's it's just nerve-wracking and i can't imagine you know i really hope sam asgari is a good partner to her because she probably really needs one and you said that uh who who idolizes her trisha paytas yes so i was i saw the news that trisha paytas is also pregnant with her first baby and i know trisha is like a super fan of britney so she's probably freaking out for another reason just that them being pregnant at the same time as each other mm-hmm. maybe they can go through like cat classes <laughs> together <laughs> they'll yeah. meet up they'll have like their babies will They're be friends breathing exercises yeah. together. <laughs> they, they will they will do that together they can do that yeah all right uh this this one is going to be a little bit harder to talk about at least to me it's a little bit harder to talk about because of uh the subject matter but it says millie bobby brown says media reaction to her turning 18 was gross um, I think that is prevalent in all of Hollywood and not hard, you know, this is not a topic uh, I try not to like we don't try to get super serious on here But it's also worth noting that we call out this stuff because Hollywood is a, a very indecent industry um, it, But it says um, this also c- goes back to culture because the the media tries to both uh, call it out Which is weird because they're like calling out themselves because they're printing the article, but they're acting like they're calling out the public yes. instead of themselves. There's a paragraph in one of these articles that I took very big issue with. So mm-hmm. it says, um, Millie Bobby Brown says the media reaction to her turning 18 was gross. Uh, she has spoken out about the gross sexualization, sexualization, sexualization. There we go. Uh, she has experienced throughout her career. Now, mind you, she just turned 18 like a couple months ago. 
uh, says the actor turned 18 in February and was just 12 years old when she was cast in the Netflix hit sci-fi series Stranger Things. Brown opened up about the challenges of growing up in Hollywood and then how growing up in the spotlight has put this into perspective. Uh, she was on a podcast called The Guilty Feminist, which might tell you everything you need to know about... Um, <laughs> the type of questions they were asking. Yes, yes. It says, I've definitely been dealing with that a lot more in the last couple of weeks of turning 18, the actor said. I'm definitely seeing a difference between the way people act and the way the press and social media react to, uh, to my coming of age. It's gross. Um, I don't know if she is from an acting family uh, or if she had a normal, uh, if she's been one to experience. I think her dad is a British actor. Okay, so, be wrong. so she's not privy to like, one of the things that I have a problem with is a lot of Hollywood is this weird projection where what they think is uh, gross because they see it within their own culture, they then extrapolate that to mean that they think the whole world uh, is uh, tarred with that same brush, you know, is kind of painted with that same brush. Yeah. I take issue with that. She, uh, she said that her experience in Hollywood is a good representation of, what it's, of what's going on in the world and how young girls are sexualized. I have been dealing with that, but I have also been dealing with that forever. That is not the world. That is Hollywood. Uh, right now, we're seeing that with stuff going on with Disney. And, uh, and uh, we, don't, we don't want to rob kids of their innocence, but Hollywood is always somehow standing simultaneously on a moral high ground and doing stuff that They're is... They're perpetrating it. Yes. And then pointing blame at us. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Hollywood is responsible for a lot of it, but it does trickle down into all aspects of culture because they because they affect culture through right. their, through what they do. So they're actually perpetrating it. Even that's even worse. It's what it's not that it happens only in the Hollywood bubble. It's just no. that the Hollywood bubble is the most extreme, and sort of what leaks out of it still affects you know yes. every day. We covered Americans. we covered Cole Sprouse the other day, and and what he talked about the uh, the horrors of being a child actor. Now that wasn't explicitly stated in that one, but you know what they're talking about. What what they're talking about when they talk about the situation so it says brown expanded on her experience with being sexualized before she was an adult recalling a time when she was crucified for wearing a low-cut dress to a car to a red carpet isn't she doing that by wearing it like doing what by wearing like sing sing she was being sexualized but she's uh they're playing into it in a way i think it's a little bit of both like i do think she, okay she's like 15 and wearing a low-cut dress to a premiere people might be like well that was a bold choice the same way if she was just an average American wearing a low-cut dress to prom, yes. right? It's just that there are more eyes on her. Yes. And so it's, it's, I would be more nervous about it. The other thing that she's come under fire for is having boyfriends that are like, you know, she'd be 15 and they would be over 18. Uh, we um, have the the weird relationship between her and Drake that we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, that they're, uh, what was it again? That he, they like they he like they had a weird friendship. I I guess I have this article. It says why fans are concerned about Millie Bobby Brown and Drake's friendship. You <laughs> should. I, I mean, it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. it's, and she got it's very weird. She got a huge um, like I don't know. People were really like, hey, you should watch what you're saying when like, that TV show or that Netflix show you came out. And it's about like a guy who stalks a girl yeah. and is obsessed with her. And she's like, but he just really likes her. And you're going to be oh. like, you're a baby. Please stop. Please stop that. You're, you're yeah. encouraging that behavior. It yeah. says, uh, Brown and Drake are among the weirdest celebrity duos maybe ever. As Cheat Sheet notes that a massive 18-year age gap between them, which has given fans uh, of Brown an, in particular major cause for concern. The Stranger Things star and Canadian rapper first crossed paths in Australia in 2017 and have been close friends ever since at the, at the 2018 
2018 Emmys, Brown gushed, I love him. He's honestly a great friend and a great role model. You know, we text. We just texted each other the other day, and he's like, I miss you so much. I was like, I miss you more. Like, she was so naive that she said the quiet part out, out loud. loud. It's, it's, it's <laughs> weird, okay? Like, and uh, then he's he's great. I'm definitely going to see him. I'm so excited. Like, I just he must him. have thought, like, oh, oh no. Yeah. Why did she say that? But it's also like, why are you putting yourself, why yeah. are you doing that? She like, also I'm glad she said that something. He was giving her, like, dating advice, like, boy advice. Nope. And people were like, what advice is this, like, close to 20 years older than you man yes giving you <laughs> uh it says although there's no reason to believe that there's anything romantic going on between brown and drake as jezebel argues their relationship is inappropriate at best i mean if they were working together it would i mean still that saying was was inappropriate but they, they had no yeah. pretext to be talking they're at just all. hanging out yeah, and talking it's weird. And like it's just it, weird that's all that like it's not okay it's weird but you know what millie bobby brown talking about being sexualized in hollywood I, makes me think of like the people that were on TV when I was younger and I just watched this YouTube long doc like deep dive into Hillary Duff who was like oh. the screen queen she, and I remember her being popular and she had the show she's like she the most movie. normal out of all those she people she was dating Joel Madden who was 25 when she was 16 <sighs> that, and we all were yeah, just that like stuff was considered like so normal wait and then, then it, made me, it reminded me of when Kylie Jenner dated Tyga, one of the yeah, rappers, Tyga. and it was like he he was like over twenty and at her sixteenth birthday party, and they're like they're just good friends. He's just with her all the time. They're just posting Snapchat totally stuff normal together at three a.m. on a weeknight, like weird, 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 weird. Clearly, the Kardashian Jenner family does not have any male influence or like no. protective it influence. Make in any it. sense? And like, I, it just it's super obvious to me that like these girls who are working you know being expected to act extremely professionally work long hours at young ages are then like well i'm an adult so why can't i date someone that old like they I, are treated like adults they are treated like adults and it's just this thing where like you want to shake their momagers and be like what are you doing the funniest thing about the article because they were talking about her clothing first of all yeah. there's this article from life and style it says millie Bra bobby brown is 13 going on 26 and we're all a tad concerned she, the, the she looks really uh what, what they're how... even doing her makeup to make her look older in that photo she's mm -hmm. only 13 and they were like carving out contour on her face to get rid of that like baby fat look um, that any child has what no. i found really interesting is when i was looking up i was just looking through her imdb and in the trivia section says her mom picks out all her clothes yeah. to make sure that they're age appropriate i'm like then her mom like, is very bad at her job yeah. she had a plunging neckline that was like over her rib cage mm -hmm. is that age appropriate for 15 year olds no, crazy i think it's hard like i will say and i really wish that we had like a the mom of a middle schooler on the show to comment on it better than mm. me but like i do think that ever it is it is a really difficult time like i think between like 13 and 15 it's very difficult to like judge middle school fashion i'm not saying that what she was wearing was appropriate but like it's a huge transition for girls and like it's a time that like i think their parents have a have to d balance being encouraging them to be confident and independent without with like and still protecting them right yeah. like i like, am fearful to raise middle school children of adolescence that is kind of being erased right now yeah you kind of that's have exactly to transition it. from child into adult and there's no in between mm -hmm. 
and, and there's I, no room for any type of like boundaries in right. the middle. And I think it's always natural, right? Like if you're um if you're a 12 year old, you're going to look up to the 17 year olds, 21 year olds, you know, who are in media and stuff like that. I don't think it's that unusual. It's just that like she had the opportunity to be sort of a role model for this in-between period and instead the people on her team encourage her to be a small adult that's, and that's dangerous yeah that's reminded me of, of jojo siwa who we were talking about yesterday it's in the opposite who until uh, even this day is is dressing like she's 11 years old mm -hmm. because like, her audience is is children still but 11. then it's like how do you jump from that to being an adult like yeah why is there no in-between stage i it's i mean they almost need to like go away for a period of time and then come back like well that's like, almost what see, they're I being think that's told worse. to do is like just yeah if you're not an adult or a child like and you, you fit cleanly into be, one category or the other just go away yeah. you can either be tiny and cute or you can be an adult lady who we will sexualize but there's yeah. no in between and like that i think there is no in between in these industries just because they don't want it you can't you, in a visual industry like this they're not going it's not going to work but like there should be like there she's should like the be face of calvin klein it's right? crazy she, uh millie, millie bobby brown? brown like the face of she should be like, i don't know uh it said in one of the articles that she was like the face of calvin klein now she might uh, be or something like that so like but how she do should you be like the face of like what's a middle school american eagle right yeah. something like, like she should be the face of things that are relevant to her like yeah, it, and be the leader of that demographic and like carve out in culture that there is like a place yeah. for young women who are not yet adults like i she have like a skincare thing she still does i think it's yeah. called bounce and that's cool like it's relevant to her age group yeah. and whatever i just think that like she is totally right that she was sexualized i remember again i i just watched this thing on hillary duff so it's hard for me not to draw comparisons but again they were popular right in the same age range mm -hmm. and there was some guy on like normal morning talk show interviewing hillary duff and was like so i hear you have a big birthday coming up i hear you have a big birthday which one is it 18 yeah 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 i bet a lot of people are excited for that and it's like so that's creepy. really creepy i want to die Ew. that happened to the olsen the twins. Olsen twins we've that mentioned that several to, times to, that they had a countdown on mtv to their 18th birthday but I'm sure not that, weird at all but i'm Hollywood. sure that happened to her and yeah. I, like that is so weird yep but oh. at the same time, before well before she turned eighteen, we there were already people talking about this because yeah. of the Drake thing, and then also when she would be either getting dressed by stylists or by herself, older than her age, mm -hmm. she would get mad at people for saying like, "Hey, maybe this isn't appropriate." And she says that right here. She says, "I thought it." She said, uh, "Brown also recalled on the podcast she was crucified for wearing more mature outfits on the red carpet." I thought, "Is this what we're really what we really should be talking about? We should be talking about the incredible people that were here at this award show." Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, oh the yeah, there are more there. important things to talk about than the fact that but, you're getting sexualized. But well, people aren't going to do okay, that. But the thing is, like. I go back to my example of like a low cut dress at prom, right? Like the teenage girl who tries that on and her mom's like, that's not appropriate. You can't wear that. She might be like, I'm an, I'm almost an adult. Like I should be able to wear it like teenagers. But it's that multiplied by a thousand. It's by a when... thousand. Like I think her reaction yeah. is actually totally normal and semi somewhat age appropriate. I would say like she has been working really intensely for a long time. She feels like she's almost an adult. Like she wants to be able to dress more maturely. I don't I don't begrudge her those things. Yeah. It's just that like she was also in a position where everyone around her profited off her looking, looking older, older than she was and that's 
upsetting and not okay. Especially when the first time that we were all exposed to her image was when she was what, like eleven? Yeah, twelve. I think they said Stranger Things. She was something like, 12, like and, and also made to look younger than her age for that role as yeah. well. Uh, in twenty twenty, she's. I mean, it's not all just the that part of it. It's just the general hurtful comments. Like it's a, I can't imagine ever wanting to be a celebrity of that level, having to trying to have a social media presence because it's just like you're. There is just the law of averages says that you're going to get a great number of of just heinous shit thrown at you mm -hmm. so i also like for a long time my physician was like well they just shouldn't have one until they're 18 but then like they are missing out on opportunities to make money not to mention frankly. that that doesn't that doesn't prepare them for dealing with it not letting you know i i guess like what you, you have to be 13 i think to have like an instagram or something yeah. like that like as if they can actually stop you from right it just was hitting. the same thing on facebook but yeah. like i had facebook before i was 13 yeah so. mm -hmm. uh she wrote i get frustrated from the inaccuracy the inappropriate comments the sexualization and the unnecessary insults that ultimately have resulted in pain and insecurity for me uh like I understand, but I also like you have to. That's the world we live in now, where you have to learn to either deal with it or choose that it's not for you. That you just don't want to. But in her industry, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. um, I actually, she's part of that mainstream culture that could probably do it without ever having to look at it. She could just have uh, a PR person or a social media manager do the posting for her without having to worry about what's said, right? But she's <clears throat> a teenager. She wants to be on social media. She wants to be on, involved. So that is the that is like uh, she's kind. Of by virtue of being famous not given the option to have a normal and even what is a normal social media experience but even for her she will not get anything close to that where mm -hmm. you only get a couple of hateful comments a week rather than hundreds of that of them hurled at you every time you post something so uh, i don't envy anyone living in that position especially if you had to grow up uh into that world it's not something i would have ever wanted to experience that is for sure no i but i still think like i really hope everyone in culture looks at these girls who are like between the ages of 12 and below 18 and just like anytime anyone says anything weird we just acknowledge how strange and wrong it is exactly because i feel like and especially i've been obviously very affected by this three uh das thing that i watched but like i can't believe we have how many of these like teen celebrity icons have publicly dated kind of secretly people who are in their mid-20s not even like oh she's 15 and he's 18 like they could theoretically have met in the same high school, right? Like, yeah. no, it's weird. Yep. And we just constantly let these things go as like, oh, well, if we comment on it, we're, we're being bad feminists. I just, I dislike the switch up that happened where everyone was calling it out and saying it was inappropriate, specifically with Millie Bobby Brown. And then the second she's 18, then it's turned around and the, the blame is pointed on the society. same people who were saying it was a problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, but, you were perpetrating it. Like, because but we weren't. But that's the thing. Like, she has been very intense about, like, I would say embracing the idea that she's a feminist and therefore, like, us saying that she was wearing something inappropriate is anti feminist. Yeah. I could not care less about feminism. I have to say it. Like, yeah. it's not for me. But I think that that is also a corrupt system telling her, like, do you know why you felt bad? It's because people didn't let you express yourself the way you wanted to. Instead of it being like, yeah, the thing is, the people who were telling you that wearing whatever, being low cut, hanging out with this 26-year-old man was good, 
are not looking out for your best interests. Nope, they're looking out for their ideology. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, we'll see. That's I, I find these cases fascinating, particularly because I'm always looking at it as like somebody the other day we were, we were doing a, a meeting with an ad, uh, talking about having an ad for the show. Uh, and they're like, how do you describe what you do here, right? And part of it is, yeah, we're laughing at what's going on in these industries because it is absurd. But there is a lot of actual discussion to be had about how it is uh, cycled through the media, through these the complex of these uh, production companies, the, the social media managers, all the things that make what we call popular culture happen, and then how it then gets put back on the public uh, in the most divisive way possible. And I don't even know how to really accurately put what I find fascinating about it into words, but I know that it's real. Mm-hmm. Because stuff like this is a perfect example of like, you're blaming society Uh, somebody else might say that it has something to do with feminist beliefs. Another person could say it is the production companies uh, that are taking advantage of you. And I think on some level, every single one of those claims is true. It's a matter of who has the power to speak it the the most, like the most loud Mm -hmm. to the public. And I I, I think that's something that we need to have these discussions. Well, and I think Millie Bobby Brown's like predicament that she's in. And I think some of it is very real. Like, it is difficult from going from being like a s- small, like cutesy middle schooler to being like a, a young woman in the public eye and like being judged. Like I'm, I think those things are real, but I think it's also interesting to have her talk about it. And for men, especially like young men who don't have kids, look at it and be like, ah, uh, yeah, like we should have been looking out for you. Like the stuff that was happening yeah. that we thought was okay was not okay. Cause I think so often like it's uncomfortable for men who like, they don't want to seem creepy. They don't want to talk about this middle school I don't, girl. I didn't even right? want to talk about this today. But like at the same time, like hopefully all of you guys will grow up and be dads one day and yeah. have middle school girls and have to see the balance of like wanting, you know, her wanting to to appropriately age and grow up yeah. and also wanting to be like, how do I talk to you about the fact that like not everyone in the world is looking out for you and they'll tell you, oh, it's it makes you more liberated to act this way. There is an agenda from everyone mm-hmm. that is, uh, I guess, uh, you, almost everyone will have to deal with some type of agenda when somebody's pushing you in a certain direction, yeah. right? So... All right, we're going to move on to slightly less. Actually, this is uh, I, on a lighter I, note. I found I was this, not thinking that would be the long topic for the day, but that, I expect it has been. Yes, it has. <laughs> All right, so on to a slightly less uh, serious note. We have Podluck, and this one is my f- uh, the first um, of the month uh, of who the hell asked for this? <clears throat> I ask you, a spirit Halloween movie. Seriously, that's that's not like a joke. I'm not making a crack. It's you guys. I mean, you guys know. Did you guys get your Halloween costumes from Spirit Halloween? Uh, a couple of times. Yeah, I, I was going has, right? to ask. I, I was like, like, you guys even know? Because I didn't know because we have them in Minnesota. I'm like, is that a Minnesota thing? No, no, they're like it's, it's all over the country. It's all over the, the country. Ultimate national brand. <laughs> I remember going into some of them, but also like my stepmom or like my mom being like this is way too expensive. What do you mean? Like all 50 bucks for this like random piece of nylon? No. They got, you got to, they got to pay off their rent from rent, renting those in, Min- in where I lived uh, in Minnesota. It was inside an abandoned, like an old Kmart that went out Our of business. Like, yeah. Buy. It's a seasonal thing. So when you see them abandoned, it's so creepy. It's very sad. Like, the ones that they put up here was it was like a Kmart that had gone out of business years ago, and maybe they paid like the rent for like the whole year, but the sign was only up for like that month. It, it became an auction house later. I think they specifically I've read about it before. They specifically pick places where they can be like, well, we're gonna rent it short term, yeah. and the person is having trouble filling the space, so they're like, might as well make a little bit of money for a little while. Yep. 
so, so uh, they're like they're like planning out their year like oh uh, we get what they're maybe like, we'll wait till after christmas or after game halloween stop on northwest street might go out of business that'd be great <laughs> yeah that'd be too small I, th- I think a GameStop would be too small it's i think ours like is a, in either an old best buy or an old game it's got to be like an old sears or an old uh do they yeah. have sears out here is that still yeah. a thing sears robot it's almost totally gone oh uh, yeah there, there's like one in minnesota that like I, it feels like it went out of business like 10 years ago and every time i look at it, it feels like the same cars are parked in the same spots every <laughs> single time because it's probably the same workers for the last 20 years mm-hmm. uh and same thing with like when we go by the macy's over over there i'm like how is that still in business yeah they're, they're not selling on amazon it's, how the like, hell? it's also weirding me out how many stores have randomly moved out of the mall and into like their own like i think nearby here there is like one macy's that's in like the macy's is in the mall standalone macy's yeah it's like near what? a grocery store and a bunch of stuff or maybe it's a Kohl's. no the the macy's over here is part of a mall okay there's a Kohl's near here that's like a standalone thing when i was Kohl's up, always was, been a standalone thing no i for me it was always in a mall what? or like old navies i've started seeing old navies in like strip malls oh like, yeah. yeah i've only been to standalone old navies they've i've only ever seen them in malls Maybe this is a regional thing. Yeah. We're learning. To, well, I know the movie will not be regional. <laughs> so it says, <laughs> uh, you know about Spirit Halloween, right? It's the pop-up retailer that takes an empty store to uh, store to space to sell costumes uh, and other Halloween-related products during the fright-filled season. I bought a, I bought a hat from like a, it's like a Saved by the Bell hat uh, from from uh, <laughs> so you Spirit Halloween. Have a, so you always have a Halloween costume. I, well, it's just I just wear it anyway. So I don't wear it like a costume. I just wear it, uh, you know, like a hat. How not you The nineties and the eighties, man. They're they're, they're great. <laughs> Uh, so it says the, the chain is partnered. So Spirit Halloween is partnered with Straight Back Studios, Hideout Pictures, and Particular Crowd to deliver a feature-length Spirit Halloween movie that, while packed with scary elements, is intended to be a family offering. This is the most 2022 American corporatized idea I've We've ever really heard. We've really run out of uh, material. Like, <laughs> it's not a remake, I love it. though. It's, it's not, not a remake. Who asked for it? But, like, I'm not mad. No. It's just, like, this is what I said. Like, when we had the thing where I, I argued with you, over them making a damn James Bond game show. And like, this isn't a front. And I was like, look, it's fresh content. They're trying something different. And I said, look, you're wrong. It's evil. It's it's wrong. It's blasphemous and it shouldn't happen. This one, it's just like, eh, whatever. I just want to know like, whatever. who on their marketing team was like, look, guys. <laughs> We've done everything we can. We've taken over every vacant store in America. In the realm of costumes, we are king. It is time to move on to the movie industry. You know who uses costumes year-round? Movies. You know and what's then, next? Broadway. Ho, ho, ho. If TikTok can have a Broadway, yeah, then... Anything then is s- possible. Real question is, is Spirit Halloween going to get to Broadway before us and our... Uh, I don't remember or MySpace musical. That's what it was. Yes, we have that to make it MySpace. Fantastic. We will we will fight with them. So the the best part about maybe this they'll is... partner with us and we'll do a Halloween MySpace Broadway musical and they'll costume us. They, do the costuming. That would be per- yeah. There's they should start a costume. They should just I mean costume industry is probably pretty uh, saturated in Hollywood. Well, but the is it the Tonys or the Broadway musical? The Tonys awards? Are the like yeah. their costuming must they, that must be a pretty competitive category, right? I'm sure. And we roll in and get. A Tony for our spirit, spirit the underdog. Yeah, it's an un- and then and then we get and like our own Hall movie. We can say as seen on Broadway, <laughs> and then we have our own movie made about our journey to win an award for our Tony or our, our Tony for our costume department. Kind of like how there's a there's a movie coming or a show coming out called The Offer. It's all about the making of uh, The Godfather. No, oh yeah, I we're, saw we're that. out of movies, so now we're gonna make it's movies. It's not a documentary. It's a movie it's about a, the movie. It's a dramatization about the making of the movie because it, oh it was a very it was a very hectic. Uh, creative process. But there was um, a Water movie World about had the, the same thing of um, uh, Hitchcock. There's a movie yes. about the yeah. making of uh, 
I don't remember. I don't which remember one, which one. It, I actually really liked that. I believe there was a documentary, at least, about the making of the movie Waterworld, which is a, a tra- which is a, like a tragically flawed and uh, Kevin Costner movie from the '90s. It has. It's one of those things that was just one of those movies that did was impossible to make. Uh, so there's all these legends about its production process. Uh, and then, of course, we watched the ma- uh, the the bubble, which was where the end of the movie ends up being the movie never gets made, but a movie about the making of the movie gets made. So Hollywood is like, how are we going to shift out of superhero movies? Video game movies are only working when Sonic's in them. I got an idea. Let's make a movie about making movies. In the that, age of meta. Yes. That's uh, like Deadpool's a thing. We, we love Deadpool. He's very meta. And that's funny too, because I hate uh, out of all the, the tropes that they use in like cop dramas, it's when they go to like a movie set and they have to have the actors and they all act like uh oh ridiculous i loved it in the movie the bubble but it, when it's the side story is something else i hate that so it's funny that they want to go meta because i i can see that either going very very well or very very badly uh and who do they have involved in this project but christopher lloyd from back to the future no no back to the future fans. oh i've seen Doc? that yeah I okay. think. uh you, maybe uh oh man you see what I got to deal with here. Uh, it's fine. And Rachel Mary, Lee... Mary didn't say anything and I'm in trouble. Well, I don't expect her. She's, she's like... No, too, I've seen it. Too, I'm just not familiar with all the same actors. It's, um, and Rachel it's been Lee, a while. And I, and I mentioned... But she didn't know... Uh, she didn't know Christopher Lloyd, but she definitely knew Rachel Lee Cook. Well, she didn't know her, but she, she had seen She's All That, which is, of course, uh, a teen masterpiece from, from our childhood. Uh, you're yes. A little bit, yes. So I think I know which one that yes, is. Yes, yes. It was the Freddie Prince Jr. and the, Rachel Lee Cook oh, movie from I the. I thought that had Amanda Bynes in it. Never mind. No. That's she's the man. There's another one. She was also in a uh, little uh, Big Fat Liar, which is an underrated classic with Frankie Muniz. Oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was an, one one thing we and almost he dies. He, he dies. The guy blue. He he dies. Paul Giamatti blue, and the guy just walks around blue, uh, and it's it's incredible. Uh, also has a Jaleel White cameo from uh, uh, you know Urkel from Family Matters. Family Matters. Steve Urkel. Crickets, you could Brett. say the name Crickets. again. I'm not really sure. Who Never that mind. Is. Uh, but anyways, Big Fat Liar, underrated classic. That was uh, that was um, a great a, a great movie. So we're gonna get this movie, and I just asked who the hell asked for this, but maybe you know what? What the hell? So we're not mad. When is their movie coming out? Uh, this is this year. Uh, it says keep your eyes peeled on your 2020 movie releases guide to learn when on Halloween, spir- right? <laughs> if they don't, they have either they're either geniuses or no. very very stupid. I mean, it would come out like. A week before Halloween. Or like September, so people are thinking about buying Halloween costumes. This Damn is going to be amazing for their sales. <laughs> then they can make a movie about the about the market. a problem? I feel like this is them telling us that they're incredibly successful. They have all this money they can just spend on a yeah, random movie. They're just like, we, can, we like, do you know how much those those Luke, those Luke Skywalker costumes went for last year? We'll make 10 <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, they can make a movie with a costume in it that's cheap to produce, but then that person people go to their stores to, to buy, buy that character that they can then upmark even more you know what i mean actually i like the idea that they don't sell their costumes from their own movie they're, they're <laughs> like they're above that like they'll sell other people's costumes but then but... target makes a knockoff version of spirit <laughs> Halloween movie costume. you know what i mean halloween spirit that's perfect costume. that is perfect i mean that kind of happened uh the original mask from scream 
was uh, a mask from a place called Fun World, uh, and they like couldn't get the rights to it originally, so they had to modify. There's a whole thing about that. I won't go off on a tangent. Uh, it's it's irrelevant. But uh, my hope is that they don't premiere it in theaters. That you have to go watch it in a spirit Halloween on a projector in uh, their parking lot. In their par- yes, it's they a make- drive-in movie. I am. I am here. Somebody for Somebody call one. Spirit Halloween. We've got some. We've got we, some ideas to contribute. Dane said this yesterday. He goes. He goes. Tuesdays with a pop culture crisis are just an uh, an endless well of of stealable ideas. That's that's what but we're I've here trademarked for. all of them. At least anything that comes out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're gonna move on. Kim Kardashian mortified after her son gets exposed to joke about her sex tape. Hey. I, I I didn't want to do a full segment on this. This is the most obvious. Like. Your actions have consequences forever. <laughs> I was telling her earlier, I said, I, I think it's what's weird is like, she has almost totally eclipsed. Like, her if, name has been totally separated from what originally made her famous, yes. which is the sex tape. When sure, people mention- but it's always there. Yes. Right. But they're not talking about the one she that she- uh, that already exists they're talking about the phantom one that they don't know for sure exists and my favorite part about that is how she doesn't know for sure if another <laughs> she one exists 99.9 percent yes. sure there's nothing else out there i just love the idea that she's Girl, like get it together <laughs> it's like, how can you be so successful run like this like control your public image like with an iron fist but only be 99.9% like I am whoever's ho- sitting on that. I have a horrible reputation. Nobody would ever want to be me, but I know 101.1% sure that there is no sex tape of yeah. me for sure. That confirms that these are her idea, right? That yes. she's not sure that she's like, ah, uh, it's not like it was, what's his face? Ray J's idea to make it. Yes. She's she like, this is a good plan. Saint <laughs> Saint was playing Roblox on on an iPad when he came across a super inappropriate joke that showed Kim crying alongside a note that said she was that there was unreleased footage from two thousands of pop up on Roblox. I don't understand. Like, this. What does I that also have love, to do with anything? I feel like that's not true. I also love yes. the idea that there's like unre- like there's like a like a director's cut that they're talking about or something like unreleased footage. What is there like a bonus scenes that she <laughs> yeah. filmed? That just like, went. Who released this? Yeah, <laughs> like where does like who, who was there like a was... also like what does he mean? He's playing it on the iPad, and then there's a. I guess she means like a pop up ad. I on love Roblox, the idea, but like what can Saint even read? How old is this? Kid? Seven. Oh, okay, uh, fair. Yeah, I love the idea also that she doesn't like. I don't know anything. I know ro- what Roblox is. I don't know if there's like a paid version, but I like the idea that she gets the cheap version with ads. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and, and it's like and it's backfiring on her. She's like, no, <laughs> I'm worth a billion dollars. No more ads on on any of and my like, stuff. We're gonna send you targeted. Kim Kardashian has a sex tape ad. <laughs> that's that's what she's getting. <laughs> uh, that's maybe my biggest pet peeve is like people make like. Uh, uh, also, like, did she and Kanye not have a conversation when they started having kids being like, hey, in case our kids ask about some of the more obvious like, scandals in our past, say? what what's the company line here? Maybe that's where maybe that's where her obsession with image comes from. It's like this iron like it's just well, this was, yeah. it's this fear, this unabating uh this fear that won't dissipate about what happened in her past getting out to her kids. So she controls it with this uh with uh, this strength now because she's worried uh she's got this internal she can't do anything yes, about it. But also it's a lack of control. Maybe before she made the sex tape, she should have thought, hey, one day I want to be a mom. And the thing is, if I have a sex tape that could possibly get out, because inevitably it could, this will affect them. I feel like it's not unreasonable to have, you know, some kind of 
thought about the consequences of your actions ahead of time. This is a call with her lawyer. She says she had a call with her lawyer, according to US Weekly, to Us Weekly, to double check that there wasn't any additional footage from her sex tape. Like I said, I love the idea that there's a, a, a director's cut yeah. that she doesn't know also, about. Also, like, who is releasing this? Ray J? Like uh, so it says, quote, over my dead body is this happening again, she said on the phone call. Quote, I know the right attorneys this time and I'm not going to let this happen to me. I have all the time, all the money, and all the resources to burn them to the effing ground. Despite it's just so funny that she thinks there's like any credibility to this random pop-up ad yeah. on Roblox. Well, she, you know that, but I was saying like she's got this fear that you know it, yeah, it overrides like, that rational was, like, thought. The whole plot that started keeping up with the Kardashians yeah. is that Chris was like managing this situation with her. Maybe yeah. she's working with Spirit Halloween to make Hollywood so meta that by the time it, by the time her kids are of age, it's they won't know what's connected. real and what's not. Maybe that maybe that tape was part of a movie. We'll never know. So it says, uh, in the in the episode of the rebooted reality series following the Kardashians, she said, the last thing I want to, as a mom is to is for my past to be brought up 20 years later. Uh, and all the OnlyFans models uh, also probably will agree in 20 years when it's too late. She has more sense of a propriety than them. Yes, yeah, yeah, far I more. Say, this was, I mean, this was bad judgment on her account, and she has done a lot with it since. An OnlyFans model is... A different category you know? i'm just saying that there's a lack of like you said a lack of forethought uh i want to be a mom someday uh maybe i should worry about whether this is going to come out uh, more and, people need to be thinking about that yes uh, even just what they post on instagram not a sex tape or anything but like in general last year ray j's manager whack 100 i don't know if that's mr whack 100 but it's just whack 100 you better call him mr uh, whack. mr whack 100 <laughs> claimed that there was more explicit videos of the singer and kim kardashian that haven't that haven't seen the light of day according to page six i believe we covered this where it's like kanye said like he bought it and gave it to kim uh, and then like nobody could confirm if like it was like, like I imagine him like in a dark alley getting a VHS and like a in like a uh, a paper bag uh, and people like, think he's buying drugs but he's buying it just says like Kim Kardashian sex tape on he's it just and, trying like, to protect Kim yes, like trying to win her back oh, it's sad Kim remains firm in her belief that there is no second tape that exists uh, I mean 99% sure. her belief not her knowledge maybe that maybe uh, and maybe like uh they like what's her name the the lookalike goes out and and makes one and then she has to worry about like maybe they mistake her for for Taney <laughs> or whatever her name is or uh so it says after 20 years she truly wishes to move on from this chapter and focus instead on the positive things she continues to do as a mother entrepreneur and advocate for the justice for justice reform i agree with all of that. i actually do feel bad for her in a way of like you can't take it back she was young she was stupid yeah uh, and it's coming back to haunt her at a time where she wants to move past that but i have to laugh at the idea that she's only 99 like how anyone can be that successful uh control their image with such force but still only be 99% sure that there isn't a second sex tape. Also, like, there was, like, a clip of her talking to a lawyer and getting upset about this. Like, yep. I'm, I feel like she is more than 99% sure what's going on, but it's a nice storyline for the upcoming reality TV show, Kardashians <sighs> or whatever it's See, called. It's so meta. It's like, who knows? Like, we're, we're it's not meta. It's that's calculated so awesome. PR. It's the first episodes of their new show that are mimicking the first episodes of the old one. Yeah, eventually. It's, funny it's how, full circle. It's funny how this exact thing that they could have planned is sort of like it's planned and they're doing huh. it on purpose. Eventually. Nothing like that. Eventually, reality and TV will be indistinguishable from well, one another. Well, okay, especially when you do it on purpose. Yes. The difference is that, like, back in 2007, there was still some semblance of, like, we're a society with standards. And, we live like, in a society. You know, like, some semblance of uh, Christianity or morality. But, yeah. like, 
if something came out today about some celebrity like having a sex tape, it's sort of like okay, like and mm-hmm. you and who else? I feel right? like we haven't been yeah. scandalized since Vanessa Hudgens, right? Didn't she like her some yeah. pictures of her leak and she was like. <gasps> A Disney Channel musical star. Yes, that but we also get deal, phones they were hacked. Like, they were sent privately, right? Yeah, that was like a big and deal. And then they were leaked by the person that she sent them to, right? Phone. I don't remember. I don't remember. I thought so. Or I, phone that's why I thought they got hacked a big deal. and there were a couple that it was like, it was sad, right? Like, yep. And was she like, was a kid, right? I thought so. I think she was like 18, so it was like right oh, on the cusp. Okay. Don't send any of these things to people. Just don't make them. You'll be fine if you just don't make them. Well, All right. Won't yes. listen. <laughs> you heard it from a man. Like, yeah. listen to him. <laughs> just, I, I'm not trying to mansplain. I'm I'm just trying to explain that just the like uh, we just don't do it and we'll be fine. I thought it was funny that she she called Kanye about that though. Yeah. Well, she's not gonna call Pete Davidson. What the hell's he gonna do? See, that's laugh the thing, at like, the guy. Kanye's yeah. gonna be like. <laughs> I kill you and I buy I buy your sex tape back. Not, not, not you, Kim, but yeah. I'll like I'll yeah. I'll beat you up, whack a hundred or whatever his name yes. is. Like, that's that's the thing. Like he looked out for her and protected her. I I just don't think Pete Davidson or when that just shows places. who she really trusts. Yeah. yeah, and and she's she's in the same camp as you. She's team get Kanye and Kim back together. Yes, again. Kim Ye. I can't believe we never talked about this. This is like a weird. I I don't care about them at all, and yet I feel this strongly deep in my bones <laughs> that they are meant to be together. Yeah, it's in, it's female intuition. Really help be helpful to use in my own life about things, but yeah. if I have it for Kim. <laughs> if it can't be for you, then gosh darn I'm it. I'm hoping that Kim has it for me. We'll meet one day and she'll be like, no, 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 that guy's right for you, and I'll be like, thanks, girl. Perfect. She'll pull through for you. Let's 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 part ways again. <laughs> all right, Mickey Mouse uh, is gets the green right gets the green light to resume hugging people at Disney parks. This, I, you sent me this headline and I immediately was like, this sounds so creepy and wrong. Maybe I, maybe, We're running away. Maybe the whole world has been ruined for me. I'm so deeply cynical. I want to be like, I will absolutely not he's talk about He's gotten the this. green light and he's coming after you. And I picture this. No. It's like, I know what they're saying. Like, it's so nice. Return to normal. And like, I believe in returning to normal things. So the, the big giant road I guess come up and How did you feel about mascots when you were kids? They didn't bother me. I played sports, so mascots were all over the place. I literally didn't care about them, but I also don't know that I had seen one before other than in movies. But are kids like, are do they love mascots that much? Mm, I don't I just, think so. I don't get it. I, I think kids get really into Disney characters yeah. and like seeing them Plus, interacting with them. But even then, I feel like if it took my like kids to Disney World, I'd be like, yeah, but don't hug. Like You can stand near them, but don't hug my child. You don't child. know who that person is. But I don't really like being hugged by strangers yeah. anyways. There's, so. the great, there's a great video of like uh, one of the Disney princesses in costume doing sign language with like the big fingers on the thing with a kid yeah. that's deaf. Like that stuff. Like uh, You can stand next to them and take a picture, but like, I don't know. This is, I know this is supposed to be like an uplifting, like, here we go, back to the good old days. But it, it just came across as so creepy to me. That's the same thing here. I was like, why is the big giant <laughs> no. rodent hugging and people? Then, and Immediate then no. Brett brought up, like, do you think that they put gigantic fake masks on the mascot faces? During- I hope not because the, that's like where they can see. Yeah. And it yeah. must be so hot in Florida in those costumes anyways. Like, yeah. But that's like nightmare fuel. Yeah. To think about. Big Mickey with a, with a big... Uh, big old... Now, they give him. They make him mask. like. They give. They make him like an N ninety, like a big cartoon N ninety five mask. He's like. And they have to hook it over his like Darth yeah. Vader. Well, and then and then there's like a, another one. Like a is there a Disney character that's more rebellious that uses a like neck gator that clearly doesn't that they they they've been told <laughs> like by an airlines. American flag yeah, gator that doesn't work. It's at the it's at the Song of the South uh, oh, exhibit. It's like Goofy, who's like, no, no mask for me. Yeah, exactly. You rebel, <laughs> Goofy man. Turns out Goofy's like a huge MAGA proponent. Yeah. Go- go- 
Goofy was a single dad who went back to college to take he, like, care. Worked to... on his cars and stuff. Yeah. Totally, like He's the only good male caller. role model in Disney was Goofy. <laughs> I don't know. Mickey seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, well, Mickey's copyright's coming up soon too, so he's maybe he's worried about that. So he doesn't want to worry about the mask right now. So <laughs> they announced in the parks blog that the hugs and other character interactions would be returning into the park in in coming weeks. I, I do wonder how much of this is like in the age of like consent. Does Mickey come up and be like, "Is it okay if I hug you?" Uh, or, or does or, he just like just though we know he waits better. for the kid to reach we just out? Don't let our children, any young children that you care about, hug strangers, including ones that are dressed but up you as don't characters. Understand they're dressed up as a cartoon. No, character. absolutely not. And then, yeah, and then how does the kid discern like Mickey dressed up in like the local park where where it's well, very that, much that not Disney like World? That was the whole <laughs> right. gen of Disney bounding, right? Like yeah. people who dress up like in the colors of characters or like characters, because like adults are not allowed to wear costumes to Disneyland for that reason oh. because like someone creepy could mm -hmm. go in and be like i'm mickey mouse, oh, I'm mickey mouse. and then like <laughs> molest your child like Ugh, i don't like it at all so it says well yeah. it seems like a simple thing the character interactions are genuinely at the heart of disney fans of all ages experience the childlike magic that means the weird pixie dust soccer or like uh, wine moms who go there to take pictures uh, yeah. It's more for Disney adults than children. Yes, actually. it is these days. Protracted adolescence, as we've, as we've discussed on countless occasions. When they see their favorite you know what's character. Cool? What? Instead of having a protracted adolescence, you could have your own children and get to experience the joy of childhood by watching them be delighted in it instead of having to stay a child yourself. That seems just like a, that just would an be, idea. That would be the better idea. It's a good idea. But... It's crazy. It's almost like I hadn't it wasn't original to me. It's how society worked for hundreds <laughs> of years. That is that is crazy. It's just that, wild. It's wild. Who knows? Hey, I didn't tell you I went to the movies over the weekend. What'd you go see? Isn't that crazy? I saw um everything <laughs> everywhere all at once. Did you like it? I actually did. I have it's heard great things. Weird, but it's cool. I've heard it's uh, I've heard it's very, very it's an A twenty four film, I believe. Mm -hmm. So A24 is pretty synonymous. So you're going to get some pretty obscure, con you know, uh, concepts and themes and that. And it's basically. It's, I love weird concepts for movies. It's uh, it's a uh, it's an, a multiverse story that's not a superhero story. Yeah, I like like time movies, movies about time. And like it was definitely had that element to it. Um, Excellent. So and it has Michelle Yeoh in, in the movie. She's great. Uh, I think so. That's, I don't know who yes, that is. That's the lead actor. Sometimes Brett looks at me very seriously and names <laughs> actors. Like I'm gonna be like, mm -hmm, I know exactly. Me too. I just don't know Whereas how you Brett, remember all of it. Brett right. knows like all of their favorite foods, where they were born, which one of their siblings is their favorite, their deepest, darkest fears. Like he's a very reliable encyclopedia of this, and I wish I could. He knows meet their you. love language. Yes, uh, I, <laughs> I, I have a very. Um, my brain works extremely well at remembering things that have absolutely no bearing on my actual life so if it's i mean it works now for work but 10 years ago those you think that, it'll get worse now now that you're doing yes. this job you'll stop uh, being able to remember uh, this stuff uh, actually the 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 yeah worse is like now like i used to uh, a big way that i stayed informed on so many of this is i just not only did i read a lot watch a lot of movies but i followed a lot of uh whether it was youtube channels or blogs and stuff that talked about this stuff because i found it fascinating but now it just feels like work when i go there to to watch the stuff. You're going to so, start watching politics and like the no. news. You'll be like watching the State of a Union being like, finally a break. <laughs> mm -hmm. I hate that too now. Like I hate like, it's like, I mean, I did that too, but that was like, you know, uh, I looked at this stuff as like my escape from the real world, but now it's very much part of my real world. So it's, uh, it, maybe it's just that I'm not allowed to like, like I, I made a, a serious um, proposal, not proposal, but I kind of came to the idea that I can't do multiple things 
I can't focus on a lot of things at once, right? So like uh, when I was skating every day and making skating edits every day uh, and promoting, I had my Patreon, did all this stuff. Uh, that was my you focus. You still have a Patreon, right? No, no, I, I, I closed that. Oh, so uh, be like, anyone uh, could support you there still. No, no, <laughs> I closed that. But uh, the point is like that was a huge... Dignified. He looks, I've closed that. Uh, <laughs> Move past that. No, uh, it, was, it was a lot of... Um, anxiety to to both do this and worry about putting content out for mm. that but i'm saying like i'm i can't focus on multiple things that i'm extremely passionate about all at once i have to put it all in uh it's everything everywhere all at once mm -hmm. there that almost worked the title into it like I, I have a hard time maybe that goes with what you were saying yesterday about men like uh um being more men on the line fixate on one thing mm. and then women are able to switch between different modes more easily yes i do not switch between modes easily yeah uh, that's just part of like human development like mm -hmm. women have to pay attention to a lot of stuff i am very underdeveloped you heard it here folks that's... No, no, it's a, it's a benefit. <laughs> like men leave the home and go hunt a bison, and that's the only thing they have to do. They and have since to I can't hunt bison. hunt bison, and then women stay home and manage all of that and monitor the social situation in the village and keep an eye on their twenty thousand children. Like it's a good system. I don't know. I, I don't know why we ever disrupted it. And since I can't hunt bison, I have to host this podcast. That's that's what this is. Well, one day you'll find a nice wife, and that will be your version of providing to her. I hope. Perfect. That is. That's. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Brett looks so happy right now. Yes, yes. That, one day that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, guys, that was a lot of fun. Hannah Claire, thank you. Guys, uh, thank you for having me. She's going to be here all week for the rest of the week. Yeah, you're all stuck with me for, for several days in a row. She is going to be our... Did she, you tell Mary that or she's just hearing this for the first time? I told Mary that, oh, right? Cool. Yeah, you're stuck here all week. Yay. Yeah, we're, we're not giving you an we're out. We're very you're... happy about it. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm we happy are. to be here. So we're gonna we're gonna get your take on a lot of stuff this week mm -hmm. uh, because the rest of the crew is out of uh, is out of town. I'm gonna become increasingly less interesting. Like I gear up my interesting <laughs> thoughts for Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'm gonna run out by Thursday. Well, no, like you'll you'll like Wednesday, you'll just check out. Like I'll just be more manic is the thing. At some point, it'll just be more like off the wall thoughts because I'll have given you all my serious contemplated energy early on. It'll that's be, that's good crazier the better i feel that way every yeah. day like every day i'm just like i'm gonna like because that happens with a lot of youtube channels like you see that their content starts to grow in one direction because they feel like they run out of uh like i i am supremely fence sitter in most of my opinions and i am so very milk toast that i don't see that happening to me but maybe one day i will be like and that's why this is the worst thing ever you're alex my jones hope. voice over there yeah i i will eventually become i'm gonna own. turn you into an opinionated person i know I, it i, I know share it. plenty of opinions i just don't share hot takes that there's a difference there there's a slight slight difference you're gonna have the confidence of youth behind you <laughs> extreme no nuance no, none whatsoever every time all the time bold statements only it'll be mary's birthday and the only thing you'll be allowed to do is like give extreme opinions it's a yeah. fantastic day here losers that's yeah you gotta say stuff like that uh, just nothing but bold definitive statements all the time you're like yeah. an 80s bully that's yeah that's what's gonna be like that i'll get a buzz cut like a flat top Stop. Will you actually? No. God, no. The biffification. Of I Brett. will not return if you don't do that. <laughs> uh, share with everyone your social media so they know where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at B. You can find me on Twitter at B. I think. I'm not really sure. If you can find me on Twitter, that'd be pretty impressive. Uh, you can find me on Gab at B, And you can find me, of course, on TimCast.com. Man, that went poorly. Hopefully, that, I'll get better this week. I've had a couple of them. Like, mine have gone fairly well lately, but now I'm paranoid about today. So, Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on only Instagram at CloserKitty. Oh, I wish womp. I had some kind of call to action 
like you could help me get my TikTok back, but we, we need her TikTok. I'm back. at the mercy of Chinese robots right now. If you know any, please contact contact them on Mary's behalf. If please, you, actually, if you know any Chinese, please. <laughs> look at her face, like all the people. I'm looking. desperate. Look at this. Give this me back TikTok and Zoomer going through withdrawal. She you need to help her. She needs a shot of like uh, of TikTok buprenorphine. Uh, she Do needs... you watch TikTok now, anyways? Or... I never watched them. I just post and I left. That's even better. Post and ghost, That's, my friend. I deserve my free speech back. Yes. All right, guys. <laughs> now I'm going to try and do this without screwing up, but you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. Please go to the YouTube channel, like the videos, leave comments on the videos, subscribe to the channel. We passed 15,000 yesterday, and then somehow today we are now over 16,000. We were at 16,100 when I woke up today, so thank you so much for that, guys. Uh, it means the world to us. Uh, after you've left comments on the videos, that Mary will read all of them, I promise. More negative comments, please. The, yes. <laughs> do you only read the negative comments? Is no, that I read all of them them but, but you particularly negative rebel. is funnier yes <laughs> oh okay uh i say more positive comments <laughs> but i'm a I'm a traditionalist. Just take uh, a side, yes. no matter what it is. Yes, exactly. Strong opinions only, unless you're me, and then it's no opinions only. Yeah, yes, no <laughs> opinions. So uh, on the channel, guys, after you've left those comments, in the description box, there's a link to the Spotify playlist as the full unabridged audio version of the show. It is the best way to listen to all of this witty banter. It, uh, it really is the best. We're also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. On social media, we're on Twitter, at popculture underscore show. We are on Instagram, at popculturecrisispod. And then we we are on Facebook and on TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and Dane will be very happy if you follow us there. We will be back with another episode with Hannah Claire tomorrow. See you then, guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>